0: your podcast for anything brewing, hospitality, beer-related, or even beer adjacent I am one of your co-hosts, Damien Gibson, and the other co-host of this podcast is sitting across from me, and his name is David Griffiths. It's very true. I'm sitting. You are (laughs) sitting. I'm (laughs) sitting. We're both sitting down because we've got some shock news. There's a bonus episode. Yay, yeah, bonus episode. We've done so I many bonus re- episodes. <laughs> I didn't realise that. <laughs> that's what you were going. On. I somewhat shocked myself. Now. Yeah, so I was too, because I didn't know what I was saying either. <laughs> Welcome but to the bonus episode. It is a bonus episode. So we did our, well, can, yeah, yeah, our uh, Gab's event uh, on Sunday uh, at the Royal so you're Mail. So you have
1: the hottest 100 bees countdown? Hmm. Uh, at the Royal
0: Mail, which was heaps of fun was. It was a really good afternoon. Probably a little too much fun, considering I would say it's I pulled a re- up.
1: <laughs> I would say it's a really good afternoon, a quite enjoyable evening, mm-hmm. a pleasant night. Yes. A probably rather unnecessary midnight. Mm-hmm. And as the night wore on from there, and Dawn stretched her pink fingers across the sky, mm. yeah, that was- got a bit ugly.
0: <clears throat> we weren't doing like so we were in the bar till four o'clock in the morning.
1: But it, we staff, were, Is it only staff. Yeah, say. just staff. If you're um, listening to yeah, licensing, yeah, legal like licensing people.
0: <laughs> when I say we, Dave and myself, <laughs> no one else was here. But we weren't, we were just sitting there talking, listening to placebo. It wasn't, you know, shirts off on the bar, David and Damien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very, it was very uh, genteel. And then you realised what time it was. Both of us reacted along the same lines, which was like, fuck, and then (laughs) left. So it wasn't too bad. But then we had other things that we had to do, other events at the pub the next day, which...
1: It was a struggle. It's all right. It was a good afternoon. We had lots of fun tastings, lots of new fun people coming down and drinking great craft beers. And three of them were magnificent in their tasting efforts and won some of the blind tasting rounds that we were doing. And so we invited them upstairs to have a yarn with them. Mm. And um, I think it was really good fun, really good conversations and a reminder, that you know, we've invited a whole heap of people to come onto the podcast at various stages. Mm. Some come along and some go, no, 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 I've got no stories, no one would want to hear from me. Yeah. I think everyone who came up and who, you know, you'll be hearing from in the next sort of half an hour or so, have some great stories, and yeah. they probably would have said a similar thing had they not already done a flight of beers and been ready exactly to talk right. to the world. Well,
0: everyone's got some sort of drinking story.
1: Yeah, if yeah. you're in a pub, I, you probably do. Yeah,
0: exactly, even if your story
1: yeah. is, "This is the first time I'm in, a, I'm in a pub and I'm 65 years old." There's a story That's there. A story. Or this is the first time I've been on a podcast.
0: Or this is the first time I've been on a podcast in a pub. Yeah. Or this is the first time I've been on a podcast in a pub, <laughs> pub about pubs. <laughs> I'm getting a little Eric Idle. You are,
1: you are. I didn't know how long you were going to go. I was about to sit back and relax and take i I'm a- afraid
0: that even I
1: just don't know. <laughs> I've got a terrible, terrible case of deja
0: vu and so on and so on. Uh, no, it was, it was heaps of fun, but that was a big weekend. It was a three-day weekend and, uh, yeah, we we took it to the limits, as the experts would say. We did. we did. We did. We may
1: have exceeded the, the limits. Limits.
0: You know, it's been a big weekend where it gets to the Monday night when we usually have our, our, our annual Royal Rumble event. Uh, and one, not a, like, you know, there were quite a few people there, but not as many as usual. And I think that's on the back of a long weekend. I think so. People just going, no, nah, no more. No more big. Yep. <laughs> the, the, uh, the mind is
1: willing, but, the, you know, the liver left the body some time ago.
0: And we've known each other for quite a long time now. This is the only time that I've walked out from. Behind the bar and giving you a basically like cutthroat,
1: mm. <laughs> in reference to yourself, yeah, in
0: cutthroat, yeah, cut like oh, I'm dumb man. I'm sorry, and then sat down and cracked open a can of Sprite, mm. and you went, really?
1: Yeah, no, I, <laughs> the, hang on, Here's Damo's brother? We've got a we've got a, a mate. I've got a mate who drinks a lot, and when he. Oh, sorry I should say who drinks rarely and on those occasions when he drinks mm. we refer to him as Roscoe's brother R- you know, because you know it's like, <laughs> oh, Roscoe's <laughs> not here tonight his brother's here you drinking Sprite is mm. Damo's brother is here tonight mm, the boring one yeah, well, yeah. no, no Damo had a brother oh you know they're identical twins <laughs> this is the one that drinks Sprite doesn't come out much
0: no, it's, it drinks Sprite, eats food. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. goes home in a reasonable things. time. Doesn't really have many opinions. Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> sits really quietly for a lot of the time. very, very quietly, and he's a bit better looking.
0: <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much where we're at. So we we decided, you know, we had these uh, blind tastings on on the Sunday for the Gabs hottest one hundred. And we thought, uh, why not have whoever won the blind tasting in the sense of who got the most amount of beers correct could Mm. come up and have a chat to us if they wanted to, which no one wanted to do initially. And then as the day went on, we literally had about four, like at the end of the afternoon, I had about four or five people who would all say, oh, I'll come up. Yeah. Nah, this isn't turning into a four hour <laughs> No, podcast. but rest
1: assured that we will be doing more of these in the future. Oh, and I reckon the, they had a good feel to them, and everyone's got a, a good story or two to tell. Hmm. And we'd love you to volunteer them. You know, let us know if you want to be on the podcast, particularly if you're doing something fun in the, in the yeah. beer related industries, but even or if you've just got some good adjacent. yarns.
0: Or hospitality adjacent. Absolutely. Um, but speaking of good yarns, I think we can go and listen to the ones that we...
1: Well, we have one bit of exciting news. I don't want to ooh, cut ooh, across sorry. and... Sorry. No, 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 no. Well, as you posted this morning on the face of my books and so oh, forth,
0: shit. I can't
1: we're on Spotify. About that.
0: Yeah, we're on Spotify. We're, and... like, we're like real legitimate artists. We're <laughs> well, on the same... I wasn't going to go with artists, but sure. No, art, uh, this is art, Dave. <laughs> you don't need pants. Um...
1: So, that's been a lot of work from you, Demo, in writing to Spotify and so forth, but also to all of you out there in listener land who've liked things and rated and reviewed us already. Yeah. That made a huge difference to our a capacity. That's so, what I was
0: going to say. So, you know, every podcast says the same thing, but these are the sort of things that happen when people do, even just telling friends, but rating and reviewing, liking us on Facebook. All of those things are taken into consideration when you put forward in front of a streaming service like Spotify and you're not essentially paying them to be put up on their streaming service, and it's quite a difficult process to go to through. It took a couple of months, so I can't think. Once again, you guys are insane. I don't know who you all are, <laughs> but thank you so much for supporting us because now we can get out to even more people, hopefully become an even bigger podcast. Uh, David and I can start going through our fat Elvis periods. Oh. <laughs> Only banana well, and I'm peanut butter sandwich. There, I just need to get a jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we can get uh,
1: jumpsuits. It's oh, really awesome! Also,
0: that's all I wanted from a podcast: is a jumpsuit. But no, thank you so much. So, but if you can keep rating and reviewing it, all that stuff really matters. Um, and yeah, now you can stream it on Spotify. So, if you know anyone under the age of twenty five, <laughs> like we do, who are
1: constantly are you, are I don't like, know anyone under the age of twenty five. I'm to that
0: Spotify, and you're like, not yet, and they're like, huh. <laughs> so now, you know, you can say, hey, you know. They're on the Spotify's. Yeah. Well, look, I've been with the young people. At work, I work with a lot of people under the age of 25, no interest in listening to the podcast until I told them today we're on Spotify. And then, they're like, oh, I'll listen to it on the way home.
1: Hopefully, they, so, they are. There we go. Hopefully, you are right now. <laughs> Have a listen to these three great interviews uh, with some fun people who uh, give us some great stories. Mm. Stay tuned for some other ones coming along. And if you're bored and hearing this in time, come along to the Super Bowl on oh, yeah. Monday the 4th of February at the Royal Mile.
0: Are you ready for some... F- I think that's how the gridiron song goes. Oh, is it? For Monday Night Football You didn't make that
1: up yourself? No, no, no It's like a country
0: guy Sings it He's like yeah. Are you ready for some fruit burn? No, they, they wouldn't really do that Would they? No, they. that's now. not no,
1: That's not what they really do Quick, go to the interviews go to the interviews
2: Walking well, <laughs> around the corner of is inside Up there all right, we're right, joined
0: by the winner of our second blind tasting, which was our fruity beers, as David likes to call them, mm. uh, Rod Holmes. Five out of five, my friend. How did you do it?
3: Wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> Weeks of training. There was a bit of a time and money involved, but... <laughs>
0: Fruity, but now you're it? on top of the world. You're number one. Yeah, look very happy with that. You're the rap and the doll of drinking.
3: As I said, I was um, just lucky enough to have probably drank four out of the five here <laughs> in the last two weeks, so they were still fresh <laughs> on the... Uh,
1: so you had a bit of <laughs> inside knowledge. A little bit of inside knowledge. <laughs> and which was your favorite of the
3: five fruity beers? It had been. to be the Pomegranate. Yep. The Imperial Pomegranate. From Edge? From the Edge Brewery. Not the Edge from you two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. I like that. That is a good line. Where did you get that from? All right, right,
0: Yeah, We have traditional questions that we ask everybody uh, on the podcast. I feel like we've already done this before, but anyway, let's go through it again and see how we go. <laughs> the first question we ask everybody that uh, steps into the cool room is where and when did you have your first beer? And it can't be a sip of wine or anything like that. It needs to be the first time you got properly fucked up. <laughs> <Probably laughs> that was the first
1: time you've said it directly, is that Damien? But- Alright,
3: first time probably fucked up, <laughs> maybe 15 years of age at uh, a rugby club in Melbourne, I won't name the rugby club because they probably get into a bit of trouble because mm. you can't do this now, but that's a long time ago. Yeah, I was probably 15, when Harveys with another team member in a box, sat down and watched the first grade and by halftime we were spastic. <laughs> <laughs> you <wicked face. laughs> do you remember what beer it was? Yeah, it was Melvin Melbourne, Melbourne bitter. Uh, Cans geez. or stubbies? Cans.
1: Oh, see, I'm a stubby you man. Damien and I have a long-standing feud about whether stubbies or I'm a stubby
3: man myself. But as a teenager, you go with what's uh, uh, cheaper. I prefer a can.
1: I think beer's
0: are fresher out of a can.
3: As long as anyway, anyway, we don't to have I thought
0: the other way. I thought last time we'd argued the other way around. No, I like. Can- well, I'm drinking out of a can right now, and you're drinking out of a stubby. So why would we be? <laughs> Why would it be the other way around? I don't mind oh, right. having beer
3: out of a can as long as I'm pouring it into a glass. Oh mm. a third horse enters the race. Yes.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um, so you're obviously into your craft beer. Do you remember the first
3: craft beer you had and what it was? First craft beer. Wow. It's probably not even a craft beer now, but back then it it was. It was um Maybe Little Creatures Pale. Out. Holy yeah. shit, it's the same. It's the same. Except it's either everyone, Mountain Goat or Little
0: Creatures. Or Redback. Or Redback, If you're as yeah. old as me. But that's oh, fair enough because the they there, were yeah. like... You yeah. know, craft beer wasn't even really a term at that stage. It was just something that wasn't CUB or
3: Lion Nathan. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah look, I've come a long way from the Melbourne Bitter Days, the Vic Bitter. Oh, same, man. Like Anything CUB. So,
1: so have I until I start drinking Melbourne again, which I was doing on Tuesday
0: <laughs> night. I mean, no, you're, <laughs> almost, you're almost reverting to...
3: <laughs> my friend Sean brought me some Melbourne cans on ice the other day and guess what, what if it's hot enough I'll drink it yeah I was drinking Melbourne's other night very happily well, we've had
1: ever. a few
0: 45 degree days in Melbourne recently so it is that kind of thing if someone hands you a cold beer it doesn't yeah, matter what it randomly is randomly
1: on the street yeah. <laughs> unless it's
0: emu export and then you grab that beer and you smash it over the person's head who <laughs> gave it to you <laughs> I like you when you've been drinking Damien <laughs> um Where's your favorite place to have a beer? In
3: Melbourne. At this stage right now, without... Up, up, without, up, without, up, up, without you without, can't the say the Royal you. Mail. <laughs> I don't want to pump... Yeah, the Royal Mail right now is one of my favorites, but for a long oh, time... Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. Jeez. I like going to the local tap house, St. Kilda.
0: Yep. That's a good place.
3: Um, I also like, um, what's it called? The whiskey and something bar on... Whiskey and Almond? That's it. Near your joint, The Boilermaker. And the Boilermaker. The boilermaker the yep. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, to make a house a um, good, I agree. Totally.
3: Anywhere where they got good variety of, good turnover of craft beers, like mm. sometimes it's too quick. You come in the week <laughs> and it's like, where yeah, week yeah, yeah. gone? Yeah. No, like, that's
0: the worst. There's a, a place called Joe Taylor's up on Errol Street and they had this porter and I never bothered to find out the actual name of it because they just had a porter on tap. So when I would go in there, I was like, oh, I'll just have the porter. And then the last time I went in there, they are like, no, we're out. And I was like, do you remember what it was called? And they're like, no. Which is weird. (laughs) You'd think the barman would be able to remember the
3: name of it. But anyway. It's even worse when it's mid-session. I was at the the tap house. I've had one of those. It was a Flanders Red. And I'm not even big on red. But this was going down Dynamite. Nice sour beer. Yeah. I've had one gone back gone. All gone. Oh, no. Devastated. Absolutely And do you know which one it was? Or is it just sort of lost in the... It was called a Flanders Red. They give you this big spill about it. Like, Yep. It's like two different barrels and they merge them later. Like it's mm. one, two thirds of it is aged in some bourbon barrels and the other third some young something or other. Yeah. And then they mix it together. <laughs> I don't care how they did it. It tasted fantastic. Yep. But, you know, it was like $19 for a pot. So it was pretty... um. It
0: It'd want to be pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah. that's right. you want to get your At money... At those prices. You know, I'm willing to pay a bit for beer, but for $19 a pot, that's... Yeah. It's got to be special. That's out of control, David. <laughs> uh, what about overseas? Are you, had places overseas that you that you like to drink? I have a few
3: places overseas but yeah look you can't clubs, you can't beat cities. Australian craft beer look a lot of the places I go to when I do go overseas like um Asia and I don't go to Asia for the beer I go there for the, the know, look, where's a place that you've just enjoyed so often like some
1: people just like drinking on the beach in Brazil or mm. it's you know it's like what was the was last dance that I liked? Oh, look in Korea. <laughs> in Korea, the there's a
3: couple of islands. One of them, Jeju Island, it's one of my favourites. Hmm. It's nice, nice relaxing. Uh, kick back on the beach, take an esky. Yeah, it's a- but yeah, over there you're drinking Cass or Hyde or Ob.
0: I like Hyde. And Ob is like a good beer. Ob
3: is their premium beer. It's made from German hops and Australian malt. Like that's their claim to fame. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird combination. <laughs> Finally, together at last. <laughs> <laughs> German malt and Australian malt. But as I said,
3: when the, if it's hot enough, I'll drink anything.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, I think I mean pretty much everyone who's been on the podcast so far can ag- agree on that.
3: We have this question that usually
0: stumps people, but I get the feeling that you might have a good story. We usually ask people, what's the weirdest or the funniest thing you've seen in a cool room?
3: Oh, the weirdest thing i ever fucking seen in the cool room, <laughs> I'll give you the mail. <laughs> right. As here we go. As it. a teenager, I used to work, uh, a friend of mine, an apprentice butcher, got me a job as the, the dish pig, so I used to clean up all the trays and make the mints and the sausages. But he'd already worded me up saying that the dunnies are too far away, so the butcher's just pissing this big 20-litre drum. In the cool room? In the cool room. <laughs> so it's just an ice block. Jesus and then he's giving me the, as soon as I started working a- there, one of the older butchers goes to me, go... That tub there, you've got to go take it here and do that. I'm not touching that. <laughs> what do you mean? I fucking know what that is.
1: Whereas is that the equivalent of the left-handed screwdriver for the apprentice? Yeah, or sort of, go and get yeah, some well, stripes. The, paint.
3: That was the, the joke for the, the, the apprentice or the dish pig. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, I'd already got the mail, so I wasn't touching it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: how, how long did you work there? I used to work there before and after school for yeah. probably two years. And that this bucket just stayed in nah, the No, my mate who was the apprentice had to do the job because oh. he, he knew I wouldn't touch it, but we were good mates. Jeez, and if gross. you hadn't told me, I might have done it. So how, <laughs> how was it gotten rid of?
0: Well, like, they just throw
3: what? it away. they they just use another drum. As soon as the, the drum was frozen, they'd have to take <laughs> it out to the skip. <laughs> Look, at the risk of <laughs> revolting <laughs> our listeners, how big was it? Look, it was a 20-litre talk- drum. It was big enough. <laughs> But if, 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 but if, if, if I almost feel like we'll never get a better. This is in the, the best cool room story. Cool room I mean, story.
0: we've had a cool room story where there was a shark in one, <laughs> and this is this is better. Sorry, Warren.
3: <laughs> nah, look. In all fairness, thank you, Willie. If you hadn't have told me before you started working there, there's a big chance I might have fell for that, and I would have been about the do. piss drum. Just yeah. so I'm clear. <laughs> his name was Willie <laughs> <laughs> yeah the apprentice was <laughs> uh. I'm- all right, right, I think we can pretty much
0: wrap it up there, man. We're going to have a few different people on during the course of the afternoon who've won the Blind tastings and stuff. So congratulations again. Well done.
3: Thank you very much. Very coming from,
0: you know, I don't want to call you out too much, but coming from getting one, the same as me, in the first Blind Tasting to going to five, it's a rags to riches tale. It is <laughs> a rags to riches. That, that will be told along the hallways of the Royal Mail for years to come. So you. Hours at least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much yeah. for coming along and thank you for being on the cool room.
3: My pleasure, guys. Thank you very much. And, um... I'm in serial mode <laughs> and I will be for the next three or four weeks. I chop and change. <laughs> all right. On that, I reckon we can wrap it up there.
2: Walking around the corner above is inside. Up there on the left, just past those lights. We've been there before, yeah. That place is all right. Let's pull up a stool and settle in for the night. We're
0: here with our second guest for today, David. Jesus. <laughs> Travis Bolton. There you're the second winner for the day uh, that won our blind tastings with the IPAs, which... Well, the pails in general, that's right. Well, pails, yes, sorry. Uh, which we thought was going to be quite difficult. And you now, were you saying that you did it before the beers were even revealed? Is that...
4: Correct? No, no, no. So I, I had one out of five before the beers were, beers ah, were okay. revealed. And you know as soon that. as those other ones came out, I went, yep, I know exactly that where one, I go. That one, that
0: one, that
1: one. Yeah. It's a very and everything,
4: effort.
0: Everything fell into place. But you kind of have a, a leg up, is that correct? Because you I, have been involved in the brewing industry. That's right. Previously. yeah, yeah.
4: So, um, do you want I mean, to tell us a little bit about that? Oh, we'll go into a little bit of that. Yeah, sure. Um, you don't so have to if you don't want to. Mm. Why not? Well, you've got me in the room; it would be rude not to.
0: <laughs> well, it bloody would be, really, to be honest. <laughs> so uh... we <We'll> all agree, <laughs> Yeah.
4: So, um, I mean, I've been home brewing for a good decade now, mm-hmm. um, doing sort of running the gamut from stouts to IPAs to pales. Uh, straight into sours. I'm really heavy in the sours at the moment. Um, got pretty good in the sours a couple of years ago, the where I spun off a commercial venture called Tuesday Night Brewing.
0: Ooh. Uh,
4: launched with a raspberry Berliner Weiss, a little help from a brewery called Himmelhund. Yeah. You may have yep. heard of them. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So that launched, um, ran that for about three months, managed to sell all the beer in three months, which was, Amazing! It's
1: fantastic. What you dream yeah. of? Here? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Um, so that was it. Was really good fun. It was really hard work, especially with a, a full time job sitting over the top of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and that was one of the things I guess that put the brakes on expanding and keeping, you know, keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. Um, like I've, I've spoken to guy, uh, other guys like the, the co-conspirators, yeah, uh, folks, and the old wives' tales folks, and yeah, obviously with four and four. People investing in that, plus they've mm. got other investors as you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like coming in with just me for that was obviously really, really hard. And yeah. um, it's something I'd love to do more of. Um, it's just need time, need money, uh, most mm. time, most of all. Um, mm. So I guess after that, I thought, okay, well, that was fun. Let's dial that back a bit. And so I've dropped back into the homebrewing stuff, still doing sours, still doing. Interesting sours, I guess you'd say. Yeah, um, like what kind of? Well, at the moment, um, if you look at the fermenter, so I've got a couple of barrels on the go. I've got mm. one, which is a sour red that's sitting in an old whiskey barrel. Ooh.
1: How long um, has it been in there for?
4: Uh, since July. Ooh. That um, sounds so yeah, that's right. be good. That's, that's uh, pretty fun. Yeah. Um, in a, a fit of crazy, roughly 20 months ago, I bought a 220 litre barrel. there's an ex Pinot Noir barrel. Hello. And put a sour red in there. Oh hey. yeah. And um yeah, pitched a whole bunch of uh bugs in there left it alone for 18 months. Yep. And so I pulled that out first of December last year. Yeah. Bottled it, kegged it. Um everyone's loving it. Everyone that gets a bottle loves it. So that'll be my uh my homebrew club uh I guess beer that I enter in all the competitions this year. Yeah,
1: nice. Mm. So cool. we'll see and how do you goes.
4: at this stage? Do you have any plans commercially, or do you just uh, probably not this year? Um, just want to sort of sit back and you know, obviously we've got work on the way, and just yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. and all the other homebrew stuff. I've got a sourdough ale on the go at the moment, so that I sounds
0: got, really nice. <laughs> just from the like immediately, it, I'm like, it well, smells, it interest.
4: smells amazing. Yeah, um, I, can I, I got into sourdough. Probably four months ago, something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, started my own culture from scratch,
3: so Holy it's a, so it's it's yeah, a right. very
4: much a a terroir sourdough. If you want to go uh, a little bit French, there. Yeah, so
1: uh, everything all, all the germs of Pasco Vale have come to live in one loaf. Yes,
4: yes, they have. <laughs> Everything's concentrated in this tiny little jar. Um, so I, I brewed up a beer. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and just pitched. hang on. Are you based in Pasco Bay? I am. Yes. So this is
1: another guest on the podcast that is on the Burn line. So I'm obsessed, obsessed with the idea form. that basically everyone who we get on is on the burn line. Right. hundred percent. in a go? minute. We'll ask which park on the Craigieburn <laughs> line you drank in as a child. But we're no, getting ahead of ourselves.
4: No, I'm I'm an ex Frankston boy. Oh, so, uh, yeah, different yeah, train line.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was. Well, as an ex-Broadie boy, the only place I've ever been scared of is Frankston. <laughs> so props to you, my friend. <laughs> I made it out alive. I know. You really well. <laughs>
1: now, I, I reckon there's a full episode in some of your stories in home brewing and commercial brewing and the way back and forward out of those Especially places. with home brewing. It's something we haven't really delved yep. into too yeah. much. So. But, but today, let's just do the basic questions that we ask yeah and I'm, I'm happy to we'll come on after that excellent yeah. That yeah, sounds i'll great. come
4: back
0: it's the traditional questions that we ask whenever when anyone steps into the room my friend trap so let's begin with the first one and it is, when did you, where and when did you have your first drink? And I always preface this. I say the same thing every time, but it's only because do, every do. now and then people will say, well, my mom gave me a glass of wine when I was four years old. No, that We're not count. interested. Yeah, it's good, Travis. You understand. I do, yes. Not interested in that.
4: I've had the nips of VB from the <laughs> old man. I remember Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. we want Single digit age, having the nips of beer and no, that, no, that, that want, just doesn't we count. We want
0: teenage debauchery. That's what we want.
4: Wow. All right. So I'll give you... I'll give you a logistics thing. So, growing up in Frankston, I was all about yeah, you know, Jim Beam cans and um, <laughs> Southern Comfort and yep. all the all UDLs. the good UDLs and all the all the good canned terrible sugary drinks full of alcohol. Um, I started working in Lolly gov-
0: water.
4: Yes, yeah. so I started working in government and. Um, Stop Qu- drinking? Well I quickly realized I drank more, but I quickly <laughs> realized That <laughs> sounds about
1: right. Yeah. That I was more all of the government for its worth. Well,
4: yes, all the all the parties that they'd hold, um, so announcements and whatnot, and they'd hire a whole bunch of people to walk around with drinks and palm them off to people, they did not have spirits. If you wanted spirits you had to pay for them. Mm-hmm. Me as a as a new to government, new to Full time employment said, "Well, I I don't want to pay for these things. What can I have that isn't spirits?" And eventually weaned myself onto beer. Right, so, <laughs> Han Han Light and yeah, all the all the really. So, really thank you to the years. Victorian
0: government for Victorian the or the, uh, Australian government, uh, Victorian sure. government, yeah. yeah, yeah, for getting you into beer and then and eventually that's, becoming that's a the brewer. Star. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's my yeah,
1: that's my origin story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the first. So a drink or well, yeah, so that was your first proper drink. First was working for the Victorian government.
4: Yeah, well, it's well, I guess beer, it's the first first beer, um, first beer that I remember drinking. Go okay, well, this is this is why I'm drinking a, a full beer. I probably had like sips of beer and things but, like but that. Tell it us the tell to tell Frankston beer. origin yeah, story. Tell a, us, yeah, yeah, tell
1: us about drinking, you know, UDL you you passion know, fruit <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's exactly oh, right, right.
4: Let's go back to Frank Yeah <laughs> Yeah. So um, I just, yeah, going out with the boys and we'd be drinking spirits. You'd go out to the the local nightclub, the twenty first century nightclub. Yes, so (laughs) going back a bit with the rotating dance floor. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, what's his name? Uh, There's a guy that used to run Vicious Vinyl, uh, (laughs) who used to rep uh, Madison Avenue. But don't oh, call me baby. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't think. John he's Course. There. I
0: think that's right. Yeah, yes, I think that's right.
4: So he was there. I used to play pool with John Course. Right yeah. at the
1: tables. I'm. This is where I go. I'm from the country. Are you famous? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know who you're talking about.
4: No, no, no. So I mean, if you're in the scene, then you know John Course. He's just mm. he's just a DJ basically. He's uh yeah mm. like a. I don't want to say a low rent DJ, but he was—he got really good into producing, and he did a whole bunch of albums and things, yeah. including like Madison I Avenue's mean biggest one. But, um, don't yeah, call so me that, baby. Right? Exactly. No, <laughs> exactly.
1: Mm, that rings a bell. You'd know. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, um, oh stories about Frankston. Um, so I've got one. So I, so obviously used to transport. Oh, used to go from uh, Frankston to the city and back every day mm-hmm. for work. I remember coming back one day and it was getting a bit dark and I was like, oh, you know, I just I just feel like a drink. And so I went to the local bottle and got a, a six pack of Jim Beam and White,
2: mm-hmm.
4: uh, which is, yeah, the drink. Sorry, hang on. Mm. What is what is that? Jim Beam, White. So yeah. Jim Beam White. So it's Jim Beam White. So it's Jim Beam White and um, and Cola. Yeah. Oh, so it's the Jim Beam White. White. It's, it's the base. It's, the, it's like the worst Jim Beam you could possibly get. Um, oh, you just been like white cans. It's just white cans. Oh, right. Yeah, right, right.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, yeah, boy. That I thought that was like a different type of Jim Beam that no, I've never heard no, no, of before. It's it's like, what is Jim Beam white? <laughs>
4: um, yeah, and I just remember walking down uh, Beach Street, which is the main street into Frankston, mm. um, heading home. Um, yeah, It's getting really dark. I'm walking along, swinging all right and now five pack of cans <laughs> while i'm drinking one i sort of look ahead and I'm like oh it looks like a few people coming towards me and as they uh, sort of come into view i realize that the entire street is just covered in people just like a, a wall of people coming towards me down yeah. the street I'm Like oh this could be interesting yeah so sort of you know i'll just keep walking i'll look straight ahead i'll drink my cans and i'll be all right and so get closer and closer to them, we're coming up to that sort of first wave. And if you guys look over, over at me, went, oh, here we go. And they just looked at me, eh, raise the cans and eh, I'm going to raise my can back. And went, yay. Yeah. And they kept on moving down. And then I kept going, going. I just looked straight ahead. I didn't
2: look back. <laughs>
1: And so he there wasn't, wasn't a particular event or anything. It was, walking, that just was just a thing. It was, just
4: a thing. A Friday it was night. just a thing. Yeah. You just kept walking. As just Lockham kept walking and I made it through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as someone who has grown up in a, uh, a fairly rough suburb, I can identify with that story quite a bit. <laughs> the amount of times where you're walking down the street and you're like, uh, am I going to... No, I'm not going to die. That's good. That's good. That's very so good, so good I think to... I've
1: told before my Glenroy drinking story where I'd been drinking at the Glenroy Bowls Club Back when I used to be a lawn bowler, I went Mm -hmm. and watched a friend play bowls. I don't remember getting permission from me, to go to Glenroy. No, no, I understand that. Mm -hmm. Been out there. I had my son who was in a pram. He must have been three or four months old. I'd had one beer. I was leaving. Someone bought me another beer. I've really got to go and catch the train. It's time for me to take my son home to bed. So off I go through the park next to the bowls club, Mm -hmm. you know, with my VB stubby in one hand, my pram in the other. I thought, I look like, I just don't want. You look like other, you're like Glenn Roy. Glenroy. I don't look. I don't, you know, I'm not going to win Father of the Year, or even more than that. I feel you would Glen Glenroy, but no, no. Like I, I passed <laughs> four blokes who had prams. All the, doing the same <laughs> things. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and it was like, ah, oh man, you. We don't You're not part of the fathers' club, <laughs> <laughs> the Glenroy fathers' club. <laughs> it's a, like a, I say that with love. I you RSL? love of It was it was really quite a nice night. No, it's almost I'm like a, a game of
4: The Sims where like they just generate the exact same character <laughs> yeah, right. over and over <laughs> <laughs> and over. Like this is this is the group of guys walking. Everyone gets a can because you can't animate that app. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I'll give you the hot tip. When I was a kid in Glenroy, there weren't fathers pushing the. Prams around, yeah. having a, even having a stubby. That just wasn't happening. So that was the remarkable... They thing. were all at the pub hmm. without their children. We were all so responsible <laughs> Pushing <them. laughs> Prams. Um, Yo. yeah, you're here. So you're obviously a fan of craft beer. I am, yes. Do you remember the first craft beer that you had? We've heard a conversation about the first beer that you had. First craft which beer? Which seems to have been forced upon you through... Logistics. Having to pay for it. <laughs> what was the first craft beer you had?
4: Oh, uh, look, has. Would have had to have been the Mountain Goat Pale Ale, the original Pale Ale, which is now the Mornington Pale. Um, I believe AG was the brewer. at Mountain mm. Goat is now at Monnington Oh, um, that's right. Okay. Yes, um, that that Pale Ale was amazing. I like mm. just that one of those revelatory beers. Like, oh, this is this is amazing. This is yeah, this tastes better than that stuff that comes in the commercial. Like, this the is why you drink beer. Yeah, this isn't know yeah, carton draft drink. This is amazing. Mm. And I used to drink pints and pints of it at the old Pony. Um,
0: <laughs> We've probably met each other at some point. <laughs> probably,
4: probably. Yeah, We've been stuck in place on the floor. This floors. is the
0: third time Pony's been mentioned on the podcast. It it comes up <laughs> but this lot. time it yeah. wasn't by me. So and, uh, yeah,
4: well, I I used to go drinking at the original Mountain Goat site, yeah, just off Church Street. Uh, where you'd wait in line in the 35 degree heat and you'd get a beer and then you'd go to the back of the line and just drink that as you come up to the start
0: of the line. And they had the jockey boxes (laughs) and all that. I know exactly. And there was that
4: guy that would drive up with his four-wheel drive and he had the trailer with their wood fire pizza oven on the yeah. top of it, on the back of that.
0: You, completely forgotten and about it was that?
4: Five dollars for the pizza and none of the stuff would stick onto the top and you'd slide it into your mouth <laughs> it and it was just molten yeah. cheese and you'd have third really degree burns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And then like quench it with the beer, like <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, coming yeah. Coming out out your your mouth. They <laughs> they knew
4: exactly what they were doing. 100 percent. Yeah. So was, yeah, That's a good, put, answer. good memories of
0: that. Well that leads into the next question. Uh, that's obviously somewhere where you used to drink. Where's your favourite place to have a drink now? And don't say the Royal Mail. Everyone says the Royal Mail. <laughs> we don't want that answer. And
1: it has been a very fun afternoon drinking yeah. the Royal Mail. Oh,
0: well, you should come down. Oh, it's Mail. great. 519 yeah. Spencer fantastic. Street in West Melbourne. Uh, yeah. Open uh, basically every day except Monday. But it's not an acceptable <laughs> answer to say the Royal Mail. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of, you know, our pub, where else would you like to have a beer in Melbourne? Where do you like to have a beer?
4: Oh, I it's a really good question because I've got like, there's a number of places I like to just like sit and a, have friends. You can have more than one answer. Oh, okay. Um, Up in Smoke in yes. Footscray is amazing. You get, they've got great craft beer range. Yeah. And the meat there is amazing. Um, Stomping Ground is a big favorite of mine. Uh, love all their beers. They're great. Um, food there, I've been there for a number of different events. So those guys are really good, at, really good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, Oh, I could think they're going so sort of closer to me. Uh, Woodlands is always nice for a mm-hmm. beer. Where's that, sorry? Uh, they're on Sydney Road, just up from Moreland
0: Road. Okay. In sort of Coburg-ish. Yeah, right. Yeah. Coburg's uh, an emerging place for it is. Bars it is and breweries and stuff.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, is next to Coburg. is like its uh, polite cousin. The polite cousin of
0: Cobert. I used to play for the Pasco Panthers Panthers uh, football team. So no, we weren't very polite. No, I can't imagine. Well, you we think. lost a lot, so in that way, we were polite. We allowed other teams to win by hundreds of points. <laughs> so maybe we maybe we were a little polite. You're
4: very generous.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't by choice, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What about outside of Melbourne? Like, we would like to ask about overseas, So, Jones. Yeah, sure. Um, So, I've been out to Hawaii. It was a few
4: years ago now. Um, Checked out all the the breweries over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, we did a three-island hop. So, it was, yeah. There's quite a few breweries in Hawaii. Oh, there's so many now. Oh, really? It's crazy. Yeah. So, I think there's four on the main island, which is um, Honolulu. Mm. Um, it's not a
0: huge island well, it's, a, it's Oahu so Honolulu is mean, like, a city on it's there it's big but it's not that yeah. big like that's that's yeah that's a yeah well, there's, there's of a lot brewery, in there yeah. um, so
4: Honolulu Beer Works is an amazing brewery um, yeah. if you ever get a chance to go there um, just go to Hawaii I think you should Hawaii.
1: probably Right, let's just, I think we should do an episode tur- over there. Yeah, we'll just just turn,
4: just turn it off now. Top of Kalakau <laughs> Avenue. Um, yeah, Kalakau Avenue now has a Maui Brewing. So I checked out Maui mm. Brewing on the island of Maui, yeah. which is great. Um, so Big
1: Island Brewery House.
4: What kind
1: House. of stuff are they doing? Are they uh, doing West,
4: like Pacific ales? Or? No. Um, so all their beers are super alcoholic. You're so
1: oceanic, Damien. You, <laughs> you, know, you just go, oh, well, they the
4: middle of the Pacific Ocean. 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 Pacific <laughs> <laughs> they tropical beers and things. No, so the big one for me was that all the beers were at least 6%. Um, yeah. I went, okay, that's they don't obviously don't have the uh, the laws that we have they're over here. They don't us. have excise tax <laughs> over
2: here like we do. Um,
4: yeah, so um, red IPAs were the big, big thing. Red Ooh. IPAs and red ales, everyone had them.
0: Oh, wow, that's weird. Because you is, this you'd, is you'd associate game. that more with like Portland or yeah, Washington. Listen, yeah. um,
1: you mean know, sort of. the beer geek, Damien. You're right. I agree. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but you would though. That's strange.
4: Yeah, and I mean, great, I but That's but what really I noticed is that everyone over there had this red IPA on tap. That's awesome. I'm going yeah, some yeah, Hawaiian beers. And those things are starting at like 7%. These are insane. That's exactly mm. where I like to start. These are <laughs> 7%. So I'm 100% <laughs> getting
0: involved in these.
4: Um, if you fly Hawaiian Airlines, Maui Brewing has cans on Hawaiian Airlines. And feel like I should get like a commission. For, oh, I think you think should as well. Yeah. Uh, and wow.
0: I'd also like to announce that uh, Hawaii Airlines is now the official airline partner of uh, the Cool Room. Uh, Get in touch with us, Hawaii Airlines. <laughs> we're more than happy to we'll fly with you with exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're flying
1: from Melbourne to Launceston, we're flying Hawaii <laughs> Airlines. <Hawaii Alliance.
0: laughs> Aloha. We should do that from now on. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just had
4: great fun over there.
0: Yeah, over that's in awesome.
4: Just there are a number of different breweries, all doing different stuff.
0: That's really cool. I mean, it, you know, I'm, a, I'm probably being a little uh, naive, but it's it's cool that people are doing such different things in such different areas, you know, like, I would kind of just assume that it would be those sort of light, breezy, Pacific ale type things that would be happening
1: in, in Hawaii, but for them to be doing, like, you know, red ales and stuff, that's yeah, I had that's went over to Hawaii to do coffee and stuff. I like yeah. left Melbourne's coffee scene to go and do Hawaii's coffee scene. Oh, I have... So oh, oh yeah, of, yeah, I know who you're yeah. so talking
4: about, yeah. I have a bottle of... Uh, it's Honolulu Beer Works. I believe it's some sort of coffee-based rye porter? Something like that. And it's a, in a decent sized bottle with one of those wax tops. I can't uh, remember what it is yeah. off the top of my head, but I've had it sitting in my cupboard for a few years now.
0: And so just sort of
4: hanging on for a, a time when I think it should be opened.
3: Well,
0: anytime you want to bring it down right. mail oh, and <laughs> well, uh,
1: crack, the, crack the top of that. I was only being nice when I said we might do another episode with you, but now I think we've found a reason to do, another, to do episode. another episode. I'm going to uh, need to bring need a to bring box that beer down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now we have one final question that we ask everybody and uh, I'm not sure whether you're going to have an answer for this because most people sort of get a bit freaked out about it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you have a weird or funny Cool Room story?
4: Ooh, okay. So this was uh,
0: the one I got primed on earlier. Uh, no, 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 it's <laughs> not true. No, listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to listeners. Edit it there. I'm starting to get a bit sick of uh, the guests yeah. letting the listeners know that we're way more professional than That's they right, actually it's, are. It's not I, a I do not like that at all. I
4: apologize. <laughs> so... Uh, one of my, my old jobs was installing security systems. Uh, so This, is, this isn't going to be an exactly a cool room. That'll be, a, it'll be cool. a cool room. With a quiet, Jesus. There, there yeah, was cool. Fine. It's a yeah, panic it was, room store. Well, it was cold. <laughs> um, so one of the jobs, so I used to install security <laughs> systems uh, for the old ADT guys. Before that, they were Honeywell. Um, so I used to work, you know, one of the jobs I picked up was in an abattoir.
0: Okay. Very, Ooh. very
4: cold. Meat hanging everywhere. There's a theme in this episode, Damien. I mean, it, it really, really is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's meaty. goodness. <laughs> <Meatiness. laughs>
4: All right. Keep going. Um, so, yeah, rocked up in there. Just, yeah, wires slung over the shoulder, ready to go to work. Yeah. And took my first step into there and almost went A over T because of all the rendered fat on the floor that I did not see as I was walking in. So I did not realize, and you might want to edit this whole section out. No, 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 no. no, no, You want more of a a G-rated
1: answer? It's up there. I can give you more
4: of a G-rated answer. You just give me five minutes. But no. (laughs) Um, So it turns out that when you hang meat in a cold, cold room, it does not stay stable. Meat, the fat and things like that, tends to render out at a set temperature. Which well, I thought was maybe a little bit warmer than yeah, one degree or two degrees or whatever it was in the room. But no, the floor is insanely slippery. And if you ever go into an abattoir, be very, very careful about how you step.
1: There's a tip for young players. Yeah. One that worst, I hope I to live by. <laughs> I'm going to
0: get that tattooed. Which tattoo? Uh, well, on my shoulder. Mm. If you ever step in, it's a long tattoo. It is. If you ever step in, step into an abattoir... <laughs> Be careful of
1: your footing. What was the rest of it? I've completely forgotten. <laughs> As a oh, man has no, no, no. got a tattoo, I'll give you a tip. You want them to be short, not long. Yeah, but yeah. But...
4: It's like, how much back do you have?
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> uh, well, without all the hair, not much. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given give the man who gave him my tattoo worked in an abattoir, that was his day job. Yeah. I've Until heard... I went to his shed, garden shed one day and got a tattoo. It's have a... you... I
4: don't know if you've ever watched... Uh, Oh, what is it? Ink Masters? So it's, mm, it's there yeah on it's um, Dave Navarro's show. Yeah, it is. Yeah, seventy oh, Channel seventy three, whatever it is yep. seven. Mate, the the Bogan Channel, the Bogan Channel seven. <laughs> <only,
0: laughs> it mate. It mate, it might as well be called. It Bugs. is.
4: It, it's, it's it's just Bogan. If it's TV. not Bandy Hunters on Hawaii. It's yeah. getting <laughs> bad tats in LA. That's it. And I just remember one of their um, rounds is they tattoo on dead pigs. Yes. Practice tattoos on dead pigs.
1: I was the dead pig for this bloke. (laughs) Uh, one day. I'm going to start calling you DP. That's your new nickname. Oh, I'll live with it.
4: Yeah, cool. (laughs) There's there's a there's a lot of weight on that nickname.
1: DP. Mm. I don't understand what you're talking about, but sure. Let's just yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah, well, I think that might be the right place
0: for us to finish up the interview. Thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it, man. And we will, we will definitely get you back down. And if you'd like to hear more of Trev,
1: send us a message on social media. You know, let us know that... The Cool Room Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, uh,
0: and also The Cool Room Podcast at Gmail. You can let us know as well. I thought we might do that in the intros and outros, but let's do it here now as well. Cool. <laughs> you can do it on both.
4: Thanks for being on, Trev. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you very much. Walking
2: around the corner of Bob is inside. Up there left just past those lights we've been there before yeah that place is all right let's pull up a stool and settle in for the all night all
0: right we are joined by our third guest for the afternoon i assume this will be our last but maybe the best in travis bristol
1: well you've mm. set two
0: things up there that i'm fascinated to see how that works well we'll see what happens mm. we'll see what happens so Travis, you somehow managed to wrangle your way into the podcast by not getting five out of five, I think but I just being the most enthusiastic person at the table, wanting to be on the podcast. So we wow, couldn't say no. Uh, yet. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we love enthusiasm. I think, I got, and we what, love two, people two right. who aren't knowledgeable.
0: So. <laughs> Did you get two right?
1: I think so. Well, it's I know, more than that. me. Oh, so, <laughs> hang on,
5: I got all five correct. I just got them in the wrong order. Let's cut this short, Pamo.
1: This bloke didn't get three, right? <laughs> Which was your favourite of the. So, to be, so to people listening at home know, we their last round was New England IPAs. We had five of those in the lineup. Which was your favourite?
5: Oh, it's got to be a Jedi juice. Yeah. I, I love it. It's.
1: Yeah. It's, it it
5: it's, was my introduction to New England IPAs, so it's sort of.
0: It's hard. It's
5: the not one to I go, go to. Yeah. It is a really. Tasty I couldn't pick
1: bit. each of them out by themselves but I could pick but you could pick that one yeah and it was my favorite and I was sort of glad about that otherwise I would have looked like a goose because I always say that it's my favorite New England IPA so
5: yeah that's it like I knew what it was straight away so it was the go-to it's it's the best of the bunch
0: but you you flat out said I want to be on the podcast. So here you are. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> I don't know if I did. I say flat out. I want well, to be you didn't on the say podcast. Flat out. But you said I'll be on the podcast. I, I, I think the I phrase could. was flat out like a lizard <laughs> drinking. You know. um, yeah. Now, Trav, you've had a fairly interesting background that you've you've told us a little bit about off air. Uh, like start working at Channel 9, working in AB, so I'm extremely nervous about the sound quality of this interview. <laughs> Which I, I won't here. bring
1: up as we move along, but demo <laughs> is the sound quality okay? Because, oh, no, I don't know. We're <laughs> you know in a nice I've been receiving room. complaints from other it people should be okay. It 9. should be okay. Oh, we're getting complaints from Channel 9, are we? And Channel 10 as well. Oh, <laughs> that's
0: good. Throw 7 in the mix. Well, you all know, all they all want to start giving us some money yeah. to upgrade the yeah, studio, and The, the
1: way for the cricket on Channel 7, He's a bit shitty as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do at Channel 9, Trent?
5: Uh, so I, I, uh, I started as a cameraman and then sort of worked my way through, but I spent...
0: What kind of shows were you working on? Um, were you working on ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey Hey It's
1: Saturday? Were you working
0: on Hey Hey It's Saturday?
5: The first gig I ever did at Channel 9 was Hey Hey It's Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, its, in its final year. How so big that was, was the camera?
1: Like I'm genuinely annoyed about those things. Uh, is it like a
0: lot bigger than they are now? Obviously, yeah. so. Out of all the questions you could have asked, that's the first question you
1: asked. How big is the camera? Yes, are uh, <laughs> But mate, I could ask about the sound quality, but I thought I'd well,
5: just go into the it. The sound quality now is better, probably better than that was back then. So you're all good. What was Ozzy like to deal with? Was he nice? <laughs> no, that was after my time. I didn't. You know. Oh, Ozzy wasn't there. No, oh, that was post. Oh, I don't even incident. remember
0: that. What was it? What's the incident? Ozzy oh, left. You don't. Remember I the do incident? not remember this. I'm not talking <laughs> about. It enough, I remember the incident.
5: <laughs> no. so I came on board on Hey Hey, and it's last year, so that was '99.
1: Was it a bit grim? Was there the smell of death and blowflies sort of hanging around in the studio? Uh, or? Well, we
5: started in february 99 and the show got axed in march so it was (laughs) was pretty much
0: like that's a short-term contract yeah Yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah, and that and went through so show got axed they kept going through to december and that
1: was that was it so So how do you go from being a not a cameraman at channel nine to doing cameraman work yeah how do you get a a, hey hey it's
5: saturday uh, so the way that TV world works, you just sort of go from show to show to show. So you do... But how did you, did you get it? in there? How did you oh, so before in? that. Hey. Ah, so I worked at a TV production company back in Shepparton where I grew up. Shep. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I made, finished high school. The idea was I'd go and do film and TV production at university. Yeah. And decided not to do that. Got a job with a local... Production company, and they primarily made
1: TV commercials. So, what was the local TV station back then? Was that sort of uh, so Southern was, Cross or Win? No, so or, It was it Win
5: was yeah. TV, which was the offshoot of Channel Nine. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then a year later, filtered onto. You, you never know, had
1: to do the like the weather report or anything. You, nah. you had to fill in up in Win for. I did. I did. Yes. Like, Come on. <laughs> <I> did new- <laughs> now, now we think about But
5: I did news reports. I did like out on, out on location sort of stuff. And so, fish dying in
0: dams. That sort of shit. Yep. yep. Really? So, what? Just you rock up to work thinking you're going to be doing camera or work? Or you just sort then?
5: of go wherever the work is. So, you, you're on a shift. So, you go out and film whatever. The news reporter. So you're is doing everything basically. Yeah. So yep,
0: you yeah. set up the camera and then you stand in front of it and go, "I'm standing here. No, no, no. Someone here I am no, at no, the Elmore no, Field Days
1: reporting on the I, latest
0: harvesters that have been imported from John Deere. You guys can
5: see my face. This is not a face for TV. Oh, I was very much behind the camera. I
0: think you're very handsome. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk about that more and more steps later on, my friend. Um, I want. More Channel Nine stories, but I feel like we're not going to get them out of you. Is that where we're know, at? I'd have to be hard pressed. Channel Nine is an interesting thing. I
1: you haven't got any Lavinia Nixon stories for us? <laughs> no. Molly Maltrum stories? I've got a few Molly. Oh, God. Stories. are we going to get
0: sued if we put them on the podcast? Probably. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there might be a few of those things.
5: Uh, Channel Nine is an interesting thing for me. I started my... So
0: what did you end up doing after that? Like,
5: well, I started Channel Nine until I was. 20 oh no no sorry I started channel channel I started channel 9 when I was 19 yeah and I stayed there on and off till I was 33 yeah right and then moved on to the cinema and and the only reason I left channel nine was because they were handing out redundancies and they were yeah this a is a good time yeah having, having said that as well I was very much done with the the TV world I started yeah. on at channel nine when Hey hey, it's Saturday. Finished. Yeah, and the last thing I worked on before I left there was Hey hey, it's Saturday. Oh no way! I thought <laughs> so I was going to be funny. Yeah, yeah no. so I'd, <laughs> I'd come for like full circle, and and, and I woke up one day and went, "This is not." It's like, still Hey hey, hey it's Saturday. Yeah, so. so so it was like finish the show in '99, and then go on and I did everything from the news to. Underbelly to millionaire to yeah, multiple right. other things, and then you get to a point
1: 10 years later. What's Eddie like? Or is that another lawsuit? That's not a lawsuit. <laughs> it's just a question you choose not to answer. <laughs> he's a nice enough guy, but you wouldn't want to cross him.
0: Yeah, I
5: get that. That's yeah. the story. He's from, he's from Br- Br-
1: meadows <laughs> like yeah, from Br- yeah. he's uh, ask me what, People ask me what Damo's like, and I go, he's a nice enough guy. I think Damo's not want, want to cross really, him. He's I, a lovely guy. very nice guy. Okay, I'm no, sorry, David. You're a very yeah, nice guy. I'm a and very, very nice David. guy, David. Yeah, you're a very nice yes, guy, so and you yeah, right. very I much like, don't want to cross David, him. If
0: you shaved off the beard, though, you'd be a nicer guy. Nah, the beard's not coming off. There's about four chins underneath that, mate. So that's He's oh. <laughs> a <it> good filler. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like at some point we're going to get you back on the podcast. Because I have so many, or after the podcast, I'm just going to ask you all these oh. questions. But anyway, I open
1: to it. If you come and like coming drinking front bar of the Royal Mail, then you get to hear the stories about what <laughs> Eddie and Molly and Daryl and Aussie Ostrich are really Dickie like. Knee. Uh, but we we have some traditional questions that we ask everybody who dares
0: to step into the cool room my friends and you've or, dared and you, oh, have dared to step. you actually asked us you know usually we ask people and you ask to step into the cool room so we are we we're this is where we're going right so the first question is Go where and when did you have your first beer and i'll prefix it the same <laughs> way that i always do you, you haven't
1: heard this already in this podcast well you no, well Travis hasn't, so. <laughs> right, well. And people Isn't... who've somehow tuned in late to a podcast and ignored well, the first all we're 48 saying is minutes.
0: we're not interested in like, oh, I got a sip of wine from my mum when we're three. You want to know first beer,
5: yeah? Exactly. Like, that's right. That's the first time you drank beer. Oh, man, that's... Uh... I kind of feel like that's a tough question. It was actually back
1: in Chaplin In Shep. Yeah. Yep. Shep, not Marupna. Not my room. Was it the Aussie or was it the No it was actually
5: yeah, do you know what? It was the Terminus Hotel. I'd know the Terminus ah, I've drunk there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, couldn't couldn't afford to drink Scotch anymore, so I moved on to beer.
1: Hang so were you drinking? Sc- like, were were you, <laughs>
0: I'm confused. Yeah. So you so were drinking scotch in the pub, or you were buying scotch somewhere else?
5: What did you
1: drink? Like I, I was think a country a, boy. I drank spirits the, when I was
0: the, growing up,
5: rather than and like, that's yeah. When I turned eighteen, or even before eighteen, I drank spirits. I didn't drink beer
1: because you could carry them. If you've got to walk to a party like a kilometre, you can carry can, a bottle of
5: Jack. That's, that's you right. Don't want to carry you a don't,
1: don't want to carry a six pack of beer or a slab of beer.
5: But um, I, when I was in high school. I turned 18 and we did a theatre show. And after the theatre show, we'd all go out for beers or drinks Yeah. after the show. And as an 18-year-old in year 12, you don't really have a lot of
1: Cold cash heat, coming
5: yeah. in. So you get to the Terminus Hotel in Sheffield and you can't exactly afford to drink drink whiskey all night. So no. I kind of shuffled on to the beer. Yeah, right. Yep. It, wasn't, it wasn't good beer.
0: <laughs> you know, looking back now, it
5: was probably the worst beer i ever taste, but still beer.
0: Man, but, I, yep. I would drink uh, one dollar pots of Geelong bitter or yep. another beer that was at the public bar, literally called piss. Uh, yeah, I remember Piss. Of that. Yeah. So we've all been in the same place. <laughs> um,
1: but that's it. That <laughs> was, way was way sort way. of that. Was, that was all It was. It was money based. It was. Mm. Yeah, what was your favourite sort of chip? versus, you know, Marupna or that part of the world? What was your fruit salad city, as I like to always remind them? Fruit salad city, nicely done. (laughs) What was your favourite pub up there? Oh, that's a tough one. Or or give us a good story out of all those joints. I actually don't have a favourite pub from up there. My dad tells a story, while you have a little bit of thinking time, about drinking with Dean Jones up there. My dad's not a drinker. He doesn't go to pubs. Yeah. And he came home one day and said... I was drinking with Dean Jones last night. And he was like, what do you mean you don't drink, really? Hmm. You don't go to pubs. You don't... He, Dad would never have watched an over-a-cricket with Are you sure it was <laughs> Dean
0: Jones, the cricketer, and
1: not just, like, so Dean, Jones. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Dean Jones? The yeah. punchman yeah. from... <laughs> that was during the Bob Simpson, Dean Jones era ah. and i can't go into details where
0: about. dean may have done some things that uh, got him kicked out of the australian test sites
1: <laughs> mm. my father has this capacity to tell about. these great stories how dad do you walk into a pub when you don't go to pubs and meet up with that bloke and hear that story because he probably like dean jones has probably
0: clocked him as someone who's not going to be yep. you or me who's like Tell us about that two hundred you made in Hyderabad. Totally, but, you know, it's just a random guy that he's met. You know? Yep,
5: Shepparton is this really weird part of the world, though. It's this central part of the world where, whenever you meet someone, or you're standing around at a pub and having a beer with someone that you don't know, or standing hmm. at the Royal Mail at the bar having a pub or whatever, chances are you're going to run into someone that has a story about Shepparton. Yep. Or has grown up there it's this really sort of interconnected place like yes you know even when i was working in the cinema there were people that worked at the cinema that had a connection to Sheppard. Yeah. and here the same thing and
1: it's it's a really odd part of the yeah. world where bendigo people always joke about just, the bendigo yeah. mafia yeah same Which thing. not actually the male here, just to be clear, just a... No, it's usually yeah. artists and politicians. Yeah, and,
5: yeah, yeah. Yeah, people <laughs> have
0: never heard of a gun yeah. or a
5: knife or... Yeah, exactly yeah. Right. But it's a, the same with... Like they this. own
1: grills and they do, you know, <laughs> artwork,
0: you know. It's, um, oh, sorry, man, you go. Well, I was just going to say, speaking of bad beer and good beer, you're obviously into your craft beer. Do you remember the first time you had a, a craft beer and what it was? No, actually,
5: <laughs> like, I, to, to be honest, I don't remember the first time I had a craft beer. It was, um
0: I mean, a lot of the time uh, people will say things like in. Matilda Bay, or
5: and it was probably that. It was probably like or... a, a James Squires or a Matilda yeah. Bay, mm. and that was kind of. And then there's been this gradual procession of yeah of more yeah, and more multiple beers craft beers that have yeah. come and gone, mm. and because well, um, we're
0: all around. It. We, I assume we're all sort of around the same age, so it's you know you when oh, those I'm beers sixty eight Damien. Well, that's true, but when those beers were coming out, they weren't even yeah, craft beers. There was just a beer. Yep. yep. Yeah. There was no yep. such. There was no such thing as a craft beer market or anything like that. So. Yeah,
5: it definitely would have been like Matilda Bay or James Squires yeah. or something along those
1: lines. The James Bogue beer was a and beer when I was yeah yeah yeah
5: yeah and then. As time's sort it of gone on. It. It's, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: Um, you know, and time's gone on and it's the, the culture's shifted and mm-hmm. and people's tastes have shifted in the sense that they're willing to go out and sort of look at something different and see what's it out is, there. And, you
0: know, as much as we you know, sort of at times would be like, oh, people are stuck in their ways. I mean, it's sort of amazing, even in the last two or three years, how adventurous people are. You know, even just at the pub downstairs and people sort of walking and going, what do you got? Yeah, you know, that's yeah. not
1: really something that happened even 10, 15 years ago. You just had your beer that you drank. And, and, and silly people like me who've decided they want to mix two thirds, three ravens, salted caramel beer with one third bonehead cranberry goza.
5: Yeah, I kind of feel like I, that was a bad move, but. <laughs> it leave. was lovely. I enjoyed it. I think your, your take of two-thirds <laughs> versus a third is probably a uh, good... Oh, you went 50-50. We yeah. went 50-50. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Well, that's something that we can sort out later on. Trav, <laughs> where do you like to have a beer? And don't say the Royal Mail. Everyone says that. You don't get any brownie points from us by saying that. It's pretty clear <laughs> that's the answer because you're sitting upstairs. <laughs> right. yeah, where, I'm in the cool room, so... It's, you are
5: in the cool room. It, it varies. I've lived in the western suburbs for the bulk of my life yeah. so it's always somewhere around that that area and it it shifts it it's always different but um uh, two birds definitely go to yeah yep yeah you know, it, and it's always been somewhere i've lived that's walking distance yeah and the junction as well yeah yeah uh, that's always been a, a bit of a go-to uh recently moved in, back into yarraville so we're yeah right uh, about five minute walk from the village yeah so you, you know there's a few places around there that are good but they've still got a lot to
0: Mr West get down to Mr West get to, right? down
5: to Mr West a bit but um, not there, as
1: often as I'd like
5: to obviously, are there places
1: you miss over there that were sort of old school and fun five ten years ago and there's places in Kensington sort of you know I don't know if I miss with- <laughs> places too much you, you kind
5: of move on and you mm-hmm. know, you find something new when you you sort of flock to that sort of area. Um, I spent a lot of my work life in sort of Richmond, South Melbourne sort of area. Yeah, so yeah. and I mean, you know, it's it's different now that Richmond's got kind of got more of a craft beer culture than it did ten years ago. But even you know, five, and, and five, five years I ago, I remember the Maori Chief. Maori Chief. Uh, so I was going to mention that. Like, Mary Chief was always when when I worked in South Melbourne. That was always the go to place. Yep. Partly because it was a the from the work, from the work, but they all you, you
1: know. Not you the rising in.
0: sun. You didn't head down to the rising sun for a craft beer. Oh, the Golden yeah.
1: Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Is there look- trivia at the Golden yeah. Gate back in I'll the day? Try to avoid
5: the Golden Gate. Oh,
1: uh,
5: Golden no. Gate, not so much. It's a bit of a weird vibe, but. Each to their own? It's no, their own. I, was, it's, I was being... It's, there's, there's the most awkward pause we've no, it was on there. I was actually being a smart
1: I don't, don't edit that some, one out. No, it's, it's, the, the,
0: it's the most Bogan pub in, in Richmond, by the Oh, or, by yeah, way. 100%. Yep. Uh,
1: but I don't know which pub you're talking about. Golden Gate on Clarendon Street. It's on the corner of Clarendon and... Yeah. Uh, a side street.
5: Whatever. Market Street. The street the market's on. Hmm. Yeah. Corner of and Market
0: Street. I'm going to go there now just to find out. The how Mary Chief this. was always
5: really good. <laughs> Mary Chief is still good. I still venture in there a fair yep. bit. And that's a craft beer place, or not really. I uh, wouldn't say they. It's did. an honest pub. It's an honest pub. Yeah, they have like mountain goat. Yeah, right. uh, a lot of NZ beers on. They've put mm. Garage Project on recently, oh, nice. so they So got a, they've always got a rotating Garage Project tap on. Um, but it's an old
0: school pub. It's yeah, cool. Well, yeah. that's kind of what Richmond does best. Yeah. And that
1: one's in South Melbourne. And that one's in so South Melbourne. Oh, that's in Richmond South Melbourne. All right. Well, Melbourne. I don't know where – I said I didn't know where it was. Which uh, we'll we'll South, South Not I'll far I'll you, from the I'll do you a deal, Damar. Yeah. yeah. I'll shout us one night to go out to the Maori chief. Yeah. If you shout us going to Hawaii or Canada or some of those more exotic <laughs> locations I'll, that we mentioned. I'll, I'll, I'll jump on that deal. That's a all great right, deal. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, fine. All right.
0: The three of us are going on a trip to Hawaii.
1: David's finally mastered capitalism. <laughs> All right, Trap, this is the last
0: uh, sort of question that we ask everybody. Go for it. Please. And uh, it's a bit of a weird one, but we'll see how we go. So, do you have a interesting or funny story that involves a cool room? And if you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be a cool room. It could be an editing suite at Channel 9,
1: at the Richmond Studios 3121. Or, uh, say, or- a cinema you might have worked at. <laughs> sure. Just peel back the curtain and tell us.
5: Well, there were no cool rooms at the cinema. It was always a hot box. It doesn't. There's definitely no cool rooms there. Uh, Do I have a funny cool room story? I hope so.
1: (laughs) I'll just just fill the dead (laughs) space in the meantime. Well,
5: I I worked on a theatre show many, many years ago before TV work. I actually know during TV work. Mm. Uh, It was a cool room at the Princess Theatre in the city. Yeah. Like, it was the cool room? It was literally the the place where they stored the drinks. It was the cool room. It was... 40 degree day and everyone had to go out on stage and do their job and that's working. but cool when room. you get you know if you've ever worked in you know performing arts or theater everyone gets like made up and stuff and mm-hmm. there's makeup and stuff yeah. the last thing you want is that to dribble off your face and yeah well it's gonna think- happen as soon as you get on stage because <laughs> you got stage like yeah. and stage like so that all isn't. that' all make their way into the courtroom
0: cool yeah you know. right. And
5: that was that was the easiest place to keep cool. So you've just
0: got like what twenty eight actors. So you'd have actresses. like you'd have you know thirty people in in the courtroom cool <laughs> and
5: that's great They're storing the drinks because it was the the best place to possibly be. And you know and theater, can you name the, names?
1: Was it Ozzy Oz, Ostrich hanging out? In the no, or? definitely
5: not. It was um, it was during the time of We'll Rock You in Melbourne, the first
0: run of the Queen musical. So it was. So would they just have like a stagehand at the cool room door just to get the in and out? Name names, come on, you want to name names?
5: Out, a, well, actually, no. There's no real names to name. It's it's
0: like, that's not, it's not. a like. No, you don't need to name names. It's just like it's hot as hell. Yeah, you and get off stage, and that's pretty much, much what it was. It was
5: it was the best place. That's to amazing. be That's amazing. It's degree actually day. It's, so it's sort it's of it's actually ingenious. Like, yeah. do you have a cool room? Yeah, it's yeah, cool. They hang out there while they're not on stage. So
1: now we have sort of cool room stories involving sharks. Actors. We've had we had sharps, butchers, and actors.
0: So I'd like to imagine that someone <laughs> the, some the of best Day in the world. <laughs>
1: so, I've never said this to you before, Davey, but I sort of imagine. Remember those sort of bad cartoon sort of things about you know all the best people in the world, Australians in the world being in the same pub together. Like yeah, Shane Warne and photos. Oh, and, you yeah, just, yeah, you're writing writing about yeah, yeah. Shane yeah. portrait. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. <laughs> well, I think that one day someone will do that of all the things that we've mentioned in the cool room. So there's going to be a oh, shark. Has to and there's going to be Kim Valentine. There's going to be... Look, you're just putting Kim Valentine in there. Do you want Kim
0: Valentine? What do you think about Kim Valentine? It's uh, I like sharks a lot. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. I think that on that note, that can, <laughs> we can wrap up the interview there. Travis, thank you so much for being uh, in the cool room. Pleasure. And, uh, we'll wrap it up there, right? My
2: friends, I hope they love me too. And sometimes there is nothing better to do than to go out and get stuck into a few. I'm going to spend my time with a good friend like you.